podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's got to 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I'm off the Myers in the lean. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Uh, I hit the boy up and then I go skating around it. Baby, welcome to the party. Pick some of that. Give me lit. Got on my One in the head. Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gunas podcast. My name's Lewis. Uh, today I'm joined by Shabs, German Dan, and we got Olo. How are you doing, lads? What's good. good? What's good, man? What's good? Second time doing the intro. Thanks, Olo. Always, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Comes on the pod once a year and still turns up late, eh? Hey, mate. Timekeeping sometimes, man. It's a bit. You know, you know, I'm working on Nigeria time store, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's right. Yeah, you, you, you are only like 19 years old, aren't you? So it's right. Nigeria, like Nigeria's only an hour ahead. Yeah, yeah. we're our head there. <laughs> <laughs> what the way you said Nigerian timing is like five, six hours. It's a different time zone, yeah. though. It's like, yeah, it's like France time in Nigeria. <laughs> you thought yeah, it, you would have thought it was in Singapore, bro. Mm. <laughs> That's what I should have said. <laughs> I'll let you think that one through. Um, <laughs> uh, before we start, make sure to follow Touchy Gooners on Twitter. Um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about the Burnley game. Um, but if you want like your instant match reactions and uh, all the analysis that we do after the um, for, for the actual game itself, then you can join our Patreon where you get those instant match reactions that are normally available on the same day. So um, join our Patreon if you want that uh, for more extensive analysis on the game. Uh, we've got like uh, some interviews up there as well. We just had uh, Abu Agogo on, former Arsenal youngster. So, you know, if you're into all of that stuff, um, go and join the Patreon and you can uh, get, get all that stuff for as little as £3 a month. So it's not that big, is it? It's not, it's not that much, you know? Uh, but yeah, um, guys, let's start with the Burnley game. Um, we won't spend too much time on it because I, for one, have beat this subject like a dead dog. So um, Shabs and German Dan, you guys, and, and, and Olu, actually, you guys weren't on the, the post-match with me. Um, I'll start with you first, Shabs. Uh, just ch- general thoughts on the, the result, I guess. Yeah, the results are absolute shit show, man. You've got to go into, you've got to win those games. You have to win those games. Um, we're talking about Burnley. They're not a very good side, in my eyes, in my opinion. Um, I think we 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 all knew, or we all know how they um, tend to, to to set up to play. So they were at home, weren't they? It was that Turf Moor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that Turf Moor, isn't it? So yeah, you could you you, you know, there's even an argument for Turf Moor being a um, intimidating place or difficult place to to to, to get a win um, at when the fans are there and when the stadium's full. It's an empty stadium, no atmosphere. We're a much better side. Um, circumstantially, it's the type of game you have to win. So the result, anything but a win for me, is just a, a disgrace, really. And I think when I think about the manner of it, that we got the early goal, got the early lead, you're really looking to say, oh, we should kill the game, we should kill the game off. And um, 
we failed to kill the game off and they score, but how they score as well. For me, with the manner and how they scored really irked me, irritated me so much. And um, well, Let's stick on that subject then, mm. um, because obviously it's been a very uh, divisive uh, subject on social media. Um, you know, some people are like, you know, clearly a Xhaka error. What on earth is he doing? I happen to fall in that camp. Um, I don't really see any other side to the story, but alas, there is a side to the, the other side of the story, which is Leno put him in trouble. So therefore Leno should take a portion of the blame. Some are even saying Leno is completely to blame. So where well, do you guys sit on uh, Burnley's goal and, and who do we attribute the blame to? I am, I am tired of these Xhaka... Jack of fan base, you know, they, they make me sick. Let's <laughs> let's keep it real, man. They make me sick. Because Granny Xhaka, how many errors has Granny Xhaka made that's cost us points in the past? Since it's, he's, since oh, you know what's killing nine, me? Apparently it's nine errors, but I feel nine like errors. it's way more than Bro, that. Like, <laughs> I don't even think that's accurate. I think it must be way more than that. Yeah. I've actually lost count now. And what it is, is that what makes it worse to me in that situation is Granny Xhaka literally ran and demanded the ball. He ran and demanded the ball. So what's Lennon, what's Lennon meant to do? Lennon's he, called, pe- he called for the ball. He, he, he came and ball. He, he demanded the ball. Do you know he what's kidding me? The, the way that Oli's chatting to us here with his finger like this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Right? I, mean, I was tired like, of Xhaka. He's bro. like, oh, he's playing at all of us. Like a what? politician. The thing is, the thing is, yeah, I, I think... Um, People blaming people blaming Leno in that in that, in that situation of futile. Um, I don't think. Um, look, it, it, it's very simple. There was nothing wrong with Leno's pass to Shaka. There was everything wrong with Shaka's um, attempts to clear the ball. He has the option to play it first time on his right foot. Fails to do that because actually he's 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 behind. Um, who scored? Was it who was it? Chris Wood. Chris yeah, he's yeah, behind he's, Chris Wood, yeah. So he's behind Chris Wood at the time that he makes um, his first contact with the ball. So actually, he has the option to play it first time. Whether he has that in his locker, technically, whether he can execute that is a different question. But if he plays it first time with his right foot, the ball is behind Chris Wood. It's clear of Chris Wood. So there's actually a minimal threat of of, of Chris Wood being able to intercept that. It will be, it will be quite extraordinary if Chris Wood's able to do that. He, touch, he, he takes the first touch. After calling for the ball, he receives the first touch, um, which takes him closer to his goal. He then has the opportunity to play it out or clear it, you know, clear it with his left foot, play it the other way, play it behind goal, swing it, you know, completely in a different direction, fails to do that. He then plays it right foot, directly into the path, or not directly into the path, that's not fair, but it's then close enough and poorly executed um, you know, and Chris Wood has very little to do. He just needs to get something on it, get anything on it, get something on it, and they and and, and they score. And that's. It's, I it's think he's even surprised Jacka. I think he's even surprised. Jacka I don't think him. he could believe his luck. Yeah, he couldn't I believe. Honestly, that. don't think he could believe his I luck. Think, I think he thought I'm quids in Kaching. Boom. That's it. I think with Leno, Leno though, the only thing I would say is um, there's a thing they say in in football. Um, when you play with people for so long, you should know your players. Yeah, that's the only thing you can put on Leno. But at the same time, you train with people week in, week out. I refuse to believe Xhaka does such stupidity at training. That's, he's that's a professional what, footballer. He's a I professional would, footballer. I would honestly hear day. that argument. I would honestly hear that argument. Right? Yeah, if so Leno that's only thing, the ball at him, I'm so in the it, camp of Xhaka. I'm blaming Xhaka straight. If, There's nothing if, Leno. Don't if Lan, if uh, the reason I would hear that argument, if Leno pammed the ball at him, not, yeah. like if Leno gave him a really bad pass and he was unable to do it first time, he's a professional footballer. We're not talking about semi-pro. We're not talking about amateur. We're talking about Premier League top one percent of footballers, international in footballer as well, international footballer as well. You can't hit the ball first time on your weaker foot. I'm not asking you. We're not asking you to to you know hit it. 80 yards. The thing is, we're asking you to, to clip to. it. Just clip it. I think with him, is part of it is just my nephew execution. 
His execution yeah. at times, it, it's just it, pathetic, man. It lets him it, down it, time and again. It's so... And, and that's why I'm just... After this season, I don't want to see this guy in the Arsenal shirt. It just makes zero sense. He's, I think the, you have to factor in the fact that the, the season this guy came, is it the same season he came that we dropped out of Champions League? Mm-hmm. We've never mm-hmm. finished top four. Under, we haven't finished top four since this guy came. That's factor one. Factor two, fam. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like one Nigerian politician today. You know, Fam, Ron is coming in. Fuck around. Geez. No, listen though, bro. Um, we have to also look at Ollo. Ollo spent two weeks in Nigeria. He's come back like right, Buhari, fam. bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real though. Um. We have to look at how many mistakes he's made during his time at Arsenal. In fact, I'm even surprised. Do you know what? I thought the end of him would be the T-shirt thrown on the floor. You know, I was hoping that was the end of Xhaka, but he survived that. So, uh, listen, I, I, listen. Xhaka is a Darwinist, man. He's a survivalist. He knows yeah, how yeah. to come through adversity and um, basically find a way back in. He's, he's done this numerous times. He's done this even at Gladbach. Hey, he done this for the Swiss national team when there was a lot of controversy around him. He, he just finds a way to come back. He's a Darwinist. Um, the problem is, and I don't want this make. I don't want to make the the result too or the the analysis of the game too focused on Jacker because ultimately we had enough chances to still win this game. Mm, but yeah. this 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 player Jacker and he's played well. Let me caveat: he's played well, uh, relatively well in the last. Seven, eight games. Not sensational like some people yes. might have. He's yeah, played, he's played to a good standard, I would yeah. say. It's been the all problem right. is that yeah. he, he has he has he has those those moments in him, and he has he's those goals. And, and those exactly, and those moments are just not moments where you're thinking, "Oh, he nearly cost us." Those moments are game defining, and they happen with um with a disturbing amount of frequency, even when he has good games. So you can't even predict and say, actually, maybe I have to take Jacker out because he's not played that well for a couple of weeks. Like he could be playing well for three weeks and then he does this. So and then, and then Jacker, you can't like you, Lou, you you do your corner betting, yeah. You do the predictions on there. Like you can't <laughs> predict when Jacker does his mistake. <laughs> Like if you would put that formula in there, you you just can't you can't predict it. So yeah, ultimately, that's what a we mad variable you can't. I, I like. I agree. I agree. I agree with Dan in principle. The thing for me is that he makes these mistakes. Yeah, this is this week is in week to. out, game my, in. My, my game point in, is to, so, this is not a player we can rely on, and, mm. and this is just not a player we can rely on. This is it's as simple as that. Even if he has good games, at some point. At some stage, he will make that mistake that will cost you a crucial game, and it's happened so often that that we have enough evidence to, to back that up. So it's, we should move away from him. Mm. But sadly, I don't think we will, and that's yeah. that's the reality. And that's that's think... what's so disappointing about Arsenal: the fact they they stick by players for way too long. The past, like even the sell by date, they stick by them way too long. We've got not not to get a bellowing. I'm I'm not some um, but. Bellerin, for example, he's past his sell-by date. We're not going to get uh, as much money. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. They just pass their sell-by date and they just keep... They just get too too comfortable. Mm. And... But let me... Sorry. Sorry, I didn't know you, you, you finished. You no, finish no, no, I was pretty much done, yeah. They just get no, too sorry. comfortable, man. Sorry. But yeah, I, I mean, and that's what I was going to say. Not not, not disagreeing with you at all, Ola. Not disagreeing with, with you, Dan. I... I, I don't I suppose the point I'm making is that he makes these mistakes week in, week out, game in, game out. Um, they're not always glaring, but they're always there. They don't always cost you the game. They're not always high profile, but they're always moments in games where um, you know it's a it's a pivotal moment. He will take a ball touch, turn it over, or he'll try to win the ball back from in front of a, of, uh, a defender. In front of a player, sorry, instead of holding his position behind and just forcing him away, he doesn't play with the intelligence, and then his technical execution is 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 poor at times. You know, not consistently, not always. It's poor at times. So it's a constant feature which then undermines everything else that the team is trying to do. And he does it in all of the phases. He does it in the first phase when we try to build up. He does it in, um, you know, in the in the middle of the park at times. In the second phase when we're trying to um, sustain and 
and, and progress attacks. He does it in the final phase, you know, when it sometimes is a final ball, decisive pass or, or whatever, um, you know, or just a, or just a, just a silly, needless um, move or a pass out of play into nowhere. He does it during transitions. It, it, it's just it's just yeah. constant for me. And you know it, what, no, it is criminal that this is the person who, um, you know, Arteta asked to stay. Arteta asked him to stay, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's where that's, we are. That's, this is, is the point that's that Oli was making. That's on him. He was saying do, yeah, do you know, he threw his thing on the floor. The writing was on the wall for him. He was on his way out and, you know, he was asked to stay. And here he is staying. And and and, and that's it. So we can talk about nine... Um, Nine uh, errors that have led me, to a this goal, is this is where I think my point is relevant. This is where I think my point is relevant, which is a more overarching point on Arsenal in general. We are, we are the bet. Like with the result of the games, a lot of times is very very dependent on fine margins for us. Simply overall, we are not good enough. So, and this is not an excuse for Jack or defence for him. He, I think he's part of the problem, one hundred percent. But looking at this Burnley game and taking that game into isolation as well and just looking at that game, Jack's mistake, yes, we conceded. How many more opportunities did we have to win this game? A few. How many more opportunities could we have created to, to win this game? A few. And we didn't do it. And that is the problem. Because when he then makes his mistakes, and don't be wrong, you could make his mistakes every 10 games. He will cost Arsenal because we're not good enough to actually put teams away. We're not good enough to... We, we're relying on the fine margins. Mm. If we'd had more quality... He makes that mistake. People forget about it because we win 3-1. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just a, it's a blip. And don't get me wrong. Um, there's Premier League players that they make those type of mistakes as well at a good regularity. They just get away with it because they have enough kind of... That the team has enough to, for people to forget that. And at Arsenal, we don't. It gets magnified. Um, and we always have the scapegoat. Um, we always have a scapegoat at Arsenal. Mm. Most, of the, most, most football clubs, I think. Ultimately, we need to become better as a football club, and there's that relies on moving away from those players as well. But we also need to fucking just put these teams away. Bernie are not good. How the fuck? And I think it's a case of against these in two games. I think it's a case of um, part of us not being good. I think it's a consistency under Arteta that we don't control games enough. There'll be a there's always a period for, against Arsenal that you will get your your chance to either score one or just do whatever and I think teams fancy themselves of we're not going to score much against them yeah I, I agree with that yeah I, I agree same I was gonna I was gonna say I agree with the fact that teams probably fancy but I don't, I don't think control has been the issue I think we just mm. shoot ourselves in the foot you know like I, I don't think we were ever out of control against Burnley I think there was yeah. a, a the next point I wanted to get on to actually was you know, I, where I would say is my criticism of Arteta, which I said in the post-match, was that uh, from about 25 minutes in to about 80 minutes, 75 minutes, we did we did nothing. And yes, we may have been in control, but we weren't really creating anything. And my big thing with Arteta has always been when we're chasing a game, when we really need a goal... Do you fancy us to score? And I know for one, I don't. I know we did. I know in 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 recent weeks we've had a few Benfica and um, Leicester where we've you know come from behind and won. But mm. over, overall speaking, I just don't fancy us. And as soon as he took off Erdegaard, and I know Erdegaard wasn't having a good game, but we can't. I don't think we can. I don't think we can afford to have both Erdegaard and ESR off the pitch. I don't. I didn't understand the logic behind it, and you know, it was no surprise to me. We we didn't score in the end, even though we probably should have by hook or by crook. But um, I, I guess the question I want to ask you guys is um, just how unlucky, how much was luck attributed to um, the result on Saturday, and how much does Arteta have to take the flack for it, even despite us missing, you know, four or five clear chances, probably having a blatant penalty turned down as well. You know, we definitely didn't get the rubber the green, but just how much blame does Arteta need to take for this result? I think, you know what, I think this result in particular, I wouldn't put that much blame on Arteta. Um, and I wouldn't say it's a freak result either. Still, still overarching, we are not putting teams away. And to go back to, slightly to go back to the point that Olu said, 
we control games, but when we have a dominant period, we don't we don't maximize it. We score one goal maybe. Yeah. We need to score two or three. This is how, that's what we used to do. You can't control a game for ninety minutes. It's, it's very difficult. You need to have a high level of of team and quality. Mid, yeah, to, to do that in the Premier League, like even even Guardiola says it. Like it's hard to do in this in the Premier League because the way teams play, the way the, the second ball is won and stuff. It's hard to control these games. We control the majority of the games, but we don't exert enough superiority to get the goals that we should be getting. There is a and one the finishing issue, a chance creating issue, whatever it is, it's not good enough. In this game, I think. I agree with the point of taking Udegaard off. Udegaard off, I didn't really like it. But we did create enough chances. He went back to what he was trying to do before with the crosses and doing bad crosses. And because Bernie actually shit, it worked. And later on in the game, not, not, not in the middle part, in the second half, but later on in the game, we started creating more chances. Because they're not good. Yeah. They're not good. They're not that's, good. That's, that's, that, you don't that, have that to be good. Against, you don't that, have to be good. That's the thing with this season, yeah. though. There's not many good teams, man. I only see really one good team in, in this league, and, and that's Man City. And even they had an off day in midweek. But was it midweek? Sorry, at the weekend. So it, it's annoying that we're 10th place. That That's what's really annoying because this is probably one of the worst seasons I've seen in terms of quality team per team. Per team. Really? I think, I think this is like... I, I, I don't, I don't think it's a competitive... I don't think it's a competitive league in terms of quality. I think it's just teams just crap, bro. No, I, I I really disagree. I think the league is very competitive with quality, and that's why everyone's taking points with each other. I think there's a lot of close knit teams together. You know, even as far down as second place, as far up as second. You know, I would you ever would you be surprised if United are beaten by Brighton? You know, no, like if Brighton not, beat no. United, I, I just don't think. I don't think quality is the issue. I, I think, I think, if anything, it's the opposite. I think there is a lot of quality, and teams have it better distributed across the te- across the league table now. Where you know, uh, um, no, there is no easy game in the Premier League. I think, it's, I think it's a bit opposite of that. I think that some teams have there's quality in some teams, but I think overall as a team, a lot of these teams are, they're not good. I look at Burnley. How many quality players could you name in their team? For me, Burnley are like the worst team in the league. So. <laughs> like, they're, uh, they're, Burnley. Terrible. they're terrible. But I think the point is, back in the day in the Premier League, you could have five or six, seven gimme, gimme games, uh, gimme teams. Guaranteed points, yeah. Guaranteed points. Yeah. You go as far back as Brighton now. I mean, who fancies themselves against Brighton? Nobody. Nobody fancies themselves yeah, against Brighton. It's a tough nine minutes against Brighton. But I think Brighton's a, Brighton's a, it's a separate one because they're not where they should be. Unfortunately, they might Maybe, go down. But, they, but they're 17th, you know? They might go down. It's a shame, but that's mainly due to their lack of uh, quality mm. as a strikers. Mm. So, well, go, going back to my point anyway, um, Dan, German Dan disagreed about, um, you know, attributing blame to Arteta. Um, sh- Hold on, well. just for this game, in general, yes, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah for, for this game, sorry. Um, Shabs, what, yeah, what's, no, what's your fault? No, not for me, not for, not for this game. I, I, think, <clears throat> I think his approach was correct. I think how he set us, uh, how we went out um, to start with looked good. Look, when we scored that goal very early on into the game as well, the manner in which we we scored that goal as well was a very well worked um, piece of play out from the back. You know, we've done that quite um, meaningfully. We've done that quite effectively. I don't think anyone was complaining about that. I think, yeah, um, you know, there were chances earlier on that it should have put the game away. Failed to do that. But... Um, I'm not critical of him because I, I do think he got things right. I think even his inclusion of Chambers, um, you know, I think people were surprised about Chambers at right back. Um, I think that worked. That worked quite effectively in terms of um, um, just ch- Chambers being like a bit more of a towering presence. And I think we were looking at it on paper as well and saying, oh, Dwight McNeil up against Chambers. No, nah, that's not going to be that's not going to be good. He's, he's, you know, he's going to be on skates. Actually, I didn't see Dwight McNeil get the better of him at all. Not one time. I think Chambers was quite dominant in the air um, when called upon. He actually played quite well. Um, 
I don't remember seeing Chambers until about the 75th minute, if I'm being I honest. Think, I, think, I, think, I think Chambers had like a silent performance where he'd done all the things that he needed to do mm. quite well, actually, um, considering that he hasn't played a lot of football. Um, I think, is this his first game in like Must three be, months yeah. or something like that? Hasn't played a lot of football, actually. I don't, and, and, and I think that was deliberate. I think that was very deliberate from Arteta and that was to deal with a certain specific, um, you know, um, type of threat that Burnley composed. And I think Burnley did try to, um, Burnley did try to um, play that way. I think we contained them quite well. I think where I'm critical of him is with his substitutions. Mm. That's where I'm critical of him. Um, before he made that first sub, before he took off Odegaard, actually, I didn't have much about him um, to get onto him about. The substitutions, who he chose to bring on, how he chose to then um, kind of approach his plan B, that's what I'm critical of. And there's a bigger issue there for me because of um, the stats that you've put to us, Lou. Um, the fact that, yeah, we're not able to, um, we can't chase games effectively. But um, yeah, we don't have a plan B. He really struggles with a plan B, struggles with an alternative approach. So you know what we're trying to do, but if we can't pull that off for whatever reason, as the game evolves, he can't um, adapt to the game. And it's not that we don't have game changers, because I think our benches look stronger, really, um, in recent weeks. There since are players January, on the bench. Yeah, since January, yeah. our benches look yeah. stronger. Um, we and which is, where, which is where Ant has been making a good point about how is it that... Um, Arsenal managed to bring in Odegaard, um, ESR, um, has found feet, his feet in the team and etc. And we're still below Everton and yeah. Yeah. who's the other team? I can't, well, can't remember. The, re- the reason we're behind them is because we lost eight out of our first ten yeah. games. Yeah, which is disappointing. Yeah. And that's because <laughs> yeah. the work, the work, that, the, but the work since, that we've but had since to they've, do. Since they've come in, I'll give you guys a stat. Since they've come in, we've got the second most points per game in the Premier League. Yeah, and which is yeah, and so then only you, behind oh, it's harder to argue. It, it's yeah, it's, it's just it, it's the way the, we started the, the season the, is just. Yeah. I think if we go on, to, we can't even spend enough more time on this because we've discussed it so many times, man. It's yeah, just, but the, the reason for the yeah. position is because of that spell, you know. Yeah. Uh, no wins in ten games. That's that's, uh, that's you picked yeah. up. You picked up two out of a possible thirty points, isn't it? But um, yeah, how do it? you guys it's feel? Long back. Mm. I did see something get said in the chat about. If he finishes 10th and we don't win Europa, which I can't even lie, that's, I think that is the most, this this Europa is the most important year for our future for probably the next five years, you know. I just I feel, feel we need to win it. It's, well, it's, it's, it's crazy. We're not going to win Europa. I, I feel, we're not going to win it. I don't think we will, but I'm praying we do because it's just so important. We need that yeah. Champions Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Before before we get on to Europa, though, I just wanted to ask you guys thoughts on um, the the penalty penalty, while Messi banger. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to ask you guys thoughts on on the penalty incident. um, Penalty, yes or no? Um, on the Pepe one, it the Pepe Eric, moment. Eric Peters, that's 100% the penalty, and I'll tell you why. And it's not similar to the Kante one that we saw against Liverpool. It's not. Where Trent from close proximity, he tries to cross, and then Kante turns and hits his arm. It's not similar because Kante doesn't know where the ball is. He hasn't got a clue. What Eric Peters, Eric Peters did was very deliberate. 
And if you've played football and you, you've gone, tried to go past the player and the ball's like mid-air, you know that defenders do exactly what Eric Peters did there. He pammed the ball away from you and it was in the box. So it was, for me, it's actually an intentional handball. Um, I find it quite unbelievable that it wasn't given as a penalty. And don't get me wrong, the shoulder um, and red card thing, good that VAR was used there. I want VAR to be used properly and to be implemented properly. But that means also giving us a penalty when we deserve it and not just taking it away when we don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, This is where we need that consistency. We're not getting it. It was a penalty on Pepe and uh, it's a joke that it wasn't given. Yeah, it, 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 go on, Ola. Oh, sorry, um, I think that's where VAR is disappointing um i do feel that they don't make use of the actual system well enough it's a case of lack of consistency in everything they do that's that's the major issue i, I think if they're consistent with everything people won't complain did, did the referee go and have a look at the monitor for that no no he didn't that's have a look it. at what that's... they done the um they done the checks at their studios in stanley park and that mm. was it See, with, with, with situations like that, I just don't think someone can... Oh, to be fair, it wasn't given, was it? It, it wasn't given. It has to be a clear, mm. obvious error, doesn't it, for them to look at the screen, but it was a clear, <laughs> obvious error. And mm. it's not like someone above them could fix that error at that situation because yeah. sometimes it feels like they should just have someone watching the actual game on TV as well. I just think the ref needs to go over and have a look. I think they yeah. just need to be like, yo, look, this is... You need to have you know, a look at this. You, you just need to go and have a look, and see what you think. Yeah. You're the you're the referee on field. This is your call. I don't think yeah. anyone in the in the stands for 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 something that's so um, contentious as that. Even if you don't think it is a handball, I, there's a debate to be had, right? So the fact that um, there is that debate, I feel like that needs to be put into the referee's hands, and you make you let him have the decision. You know, and there's no way he could have seen it clearly from where he was standing. So how can you call it? Oh, or how can you say, oh, it's not a clear and obvious mistake? If it, it all depends on the parameters of what the initial viewing of, of the incident is, right? You know, how do we know what um, the referee saw? And, and how can you then say, well, it is clearly a mistake or it isn't clearly a mistake? In that situation, just go and look at the monitor, man. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think it is. I think it was a penalty, and we we've man. I hate to harp on about refereeing decisions, but we really are having a bad time of it as of late with these decisions. They are really going against us. Um, hopefully, our luck can change, man. Like in Europa League, I wouldn't mind shit housing. 10 penalties from now and to, to, to the final. Do you know what I mean? Maybe luck can balance it. They, I mean, they say that, right? You know, when it's when these uh, when you get into arguments with fans about these things, they're like, well, you know, it, it balances out. It balances out, the opposition fans say. So let's see. Maybe, maybe it will balance out and we'll get the luck in the remainder of the season. Um, so let's move on to the remainder of the season because I think tomorrow night, uh, well, as you guys are listening, it'll be uh, tonight, um, is our most important game of the season. I think. Um, and we're going to say that about every Europa League tie from now until we eventually... I was going to say, it's the game next week, isn't terminate. it? Terminate. Not, not this week. That's are we, um, are we away the tomorrow? Well, the are game we next week's not the mo- You don't think the game next week, this week is more important? I think the game that decides the tie is the most important. Well, right? we could decide it tomorrow, no? Yeah, true, are true. We, are we away important. in Greece? Or... I've, I'm, I don't know anymore. Right, there's, there's no fans it. anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we Where's just the first leg? <laughs> so the first leg, yeah, it's in uh, Greece. Hey, it doesn't matter. Oh, we need to just well, yeah. In. Nah, Dan, do you know what? I always think these about these um, cup, um, Champions League legs or Europa. Mm. I think that first leg is so important, you know. Mm, maybe you're agree. right. Yeah, I, I agree. That that really because remember remember that time we went to uh, AC Milan and was um four one down first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you but, might not you might not be able to I, win it in the first leg, but you can lose it. You can definitely lose it. Mm. And and the way your first leg result really sets up your approach for yeah. the for the following Second. game. So if you're very comfortable. In the first leg, right. don't so, you can play a second on, leg on. where you don't need to take any let, risks. Let, let me get you guys on wax then. You, 
if we, if, can, we yo, if we draw what's, if we what's, draw what's all the interrupting me. Hey, sorry, oh, sorry, sir. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to get on to Lou. I'm just trying to get on to Lou. Just about oh, have you done that, right? Like, what you're hating on me because my hair's low. Like, what's 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 hey, you get your hair, guys, not, not all of us can you. cut hair ourselves, you know. It's a bit peak out it. Go on, Shams. Finish your finish your point, Shams. Yeah, no, I was just uh, no. That was pretty much it. It was like, you know, <laughs> you can, yeah, because that's made me lose my train of thought. Yeah, you can definitely, you can definitely lose it in the first leg, and it sets up your approach for the second game. That's what it is, really. When it comes to so, if you've got a comfortable lead in the first leg, you can afford to play a second leg game where there's no risk. You don't need to take any risks. You can just play a comfortable. You can keep the ball. You can time waste. You can do shit hazard. You can do whatever, whereas the other team has to come onto you, you know what I mean? And then yeah, you could just sit back and counter if you want, you know what I mean? So, um, I, yeah, I don't that's, trust that's, Arsenal that's... with any game state, to be honest. Even if we're 3-0 up in the first leg, I don't, yeah. I don't, fans, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't feel like yeah. it's safe. And if we're 3-0 down, I don't, I don't necessarily not fancy us to come back either. No, we're I just one that. of those teams that I feel like, yeah, like, yeah, we're, we're, just, we're very you know, unpredictable. We're volatile. We're volatile. Imagine Socrates is the one that oh, scores it. the goal to knock out Arsenal. Allow it, allow it. Yeah, oh, listen, you're moving like Lacazette. <laughs> Lacazette's already been talking that stuff. He knows all about us and he knows how we play. And oh, Laka. I don't yeah. want to hear all yeah, of like this. Said, tell him, tell him to go. I don't want to hear all of this. He needs oh, signing lounge to be open again, bro. Do you know what is? He, <laughs> he knows Lacazette. He knows Lacazette is not going to run him behind. And all he has to do is just hold him. Hold him. <laughs> yeah. oh. Just rough him up. Yeah. yeah. Nah, it, Sorry, tomorrow I, should I, be I, interesting, though. It should be an interesting game because there's so much on the line for Arteta. Because now he knows he's not going to get Champions League through, through the league. So now... His focus has to be this cup. I've been saying it for a while since January. I don't think we're going to make top four. I think no one did, to be top fair. After losing 10 get tops, even top six, I didn't expect it. I think from January, I just, I, I didn't see us finishing higher than eighth place. Mm-hmm. But um, I think this competition, it's, it's so important. Like well, I, this is this is where I was going going with um, my point about the first and second game. The first game, we need to get two away goals or one away goal and not concede. And which is why, do you remember when we were arguing about terrible result and not terrible result for Benfica, one one, one away from home, for me, was a bad result because it didn't set us up well for the second leg. And then ultimately we had to scare of a second leg. So, yeah. Um, I, I, just, game, I, just, I just think it's a to... bit disrespectful to the opposition to call a 1-1 away... A, a one, one away draw is is a terrible result i just think that's that's quite disrespectful to the opposition now i, that, but I, I'm not really I would about all that respect stuff man but I, I i would be more on your train of thought with this game because i think olympiacos are probably a, a worse side than benfica so anything other than a win tomorrow i'd be saying is a you know a, a bad result um so I, I hear what you're saying and 100%, wow, Barcelona got a penalty. Um, I hear what you're saying, but um, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the, the game is two legs. I, I, I fancy us over two legs against Lindsay. Yeah, what's, what, what's the prediction, Evan's prediction for tomorrow? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Olympiacos, right? So I think they're probably worse than Benfica, just looking at their, I'm not, their this squad. Is I'm, not sure. I'm not sure they are, you know. I mm. think they're they're a team that are be well organized, not as high as yeah. Benfica. Benfica were very high against us, allowing mm. us space in behind. Like I think this is probably maybe a bit of a more difficult tie than Benfica. Benfica tried to come play. Um, of course, in the second leg, we then we then did our thing in the end, but they gave us opportunities. Whereas I think Olympiacos, they're just they're happy to just sit in and wait and wait. I feel like and Benfica wait. were happy to, to sit But they had there. a high line though. They That's did. The but I think that the issue is with teams like Benfica and Olympiacos where they're playing in weaker <laughs> leagues and, um, you know, Olympiacos this year, I think there's something like 20 points clear in their league. You know, they, I don't think they've lost, I think they've lost one game in their league. They're not used to sitting back against teams and, you know, they're, they're they're expected to be in the ascendancy. So I don't think it comes naturally to them. So I don't expect them to necessarily be good at it. Mm. Um, when would they have sat back only in the Champions League games this season, right? They played Man City, Porto, Marseille. You know, I, I, I didn't watch any of those games, if I'm if I'm being honest. 
But I, and they lost. They lost all of those games except for the first game against Marseille. So they lost five of their Champions League group games and some of them pretty comfortably. Um, so I don't think they're particularly. They, I wouldn't imagine that they're particularly adept at, at, at defending deep. Um, they're not used to that style of play. Um, so I, I don't expect them to be hugely difficult to break down, but I could be wrong. Fair, fair. We, we, we'll see tomorrow. I, I, I kind of view Greek teams always as teams that... Oh my days, Messi's missed another penalty. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> hey, enough about Messi. Uh, I, always, yeah. I always view um, Greek teams as teams that have big, strong, athletic centre-backs in the mode of Socrates, <clears throat> in the mode of Mavropanos, in the mode of... Um, he was just there. That was a that was another. I think they've got um. They've got like they always have big, strong, aggressive centre backs, and then um, they like defending and they like the physical, and that's how. I've has the team it. changed much from last time we played them? I don't think it has. I think they've got I some um. I couldn't name Portuguese guy centre back. They got. I think they've got Samedo. They got the same. Samedo, that's though. the one. Samedo, he's not he's playing injured. tomorrow. Yeah, he's, he's not playing. They got the same. Oh, mate, he's, he's, a, he's a shooter. That one. <laughs> They've got Elwell Rabi, who caused us, to, you know, a few problems in the the first leg. First leg. We, we yeah. should beat them. I just think they're probably they're trying to make it difficult. I think they're that that type of side. Yeah, they got Bruma, Valbuena. He's probably, dangerous. Yeah, who are yeah, quite Bruma. well known. Um, they got Yan and Via. Yeah, Yan and Via. Uh, oh, Bass. <laughs> they got Holabas. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, mm. classic. Yeah, Has he gone yeah. back there? I didn't know he left Watford. That's yeah, me. yeah, oh, yeah. So, right. and then other than these guys, it's just a bunch of Greeks, to be honest. So, <laughs> not really. Whoa. Not whoa, whoa, hey. whoa. whoa well, I mean, they are. They are just literally a bunch of Greeks. Uh, mate, so. can't whoa. lie, mate. You sound so Brexit there, son. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, if I'm Brexit, I like a bit of Greece. Do you know what I mean? We like going on holiday to Kos. Um, Mykonos. <laughs> yeah, Mykonos. Bit of Mykonos. Don't mind it. Never been. Never been. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I think, did, did we finish up on the predictions? Did, did everyone give their predictions? I, 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 I don't remember giving mine. So I think I'll, I'll I go 2-1. Say... I go 2-1. Mm. Arsenal. Yeah, mm. I, I, I don't think we're going to concede. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. We're, we're gifting the goal, man. You know the way we're gifting goals here. We're, we're Santa Claus. That's what I was. About, I, that's what I was just thinking, bro. I don't trust this team to keep a clean sheet, man. I do, sort of. I mean, I'm we've had sort of. we've had a we've we, had we a few. We haven't kept a clean sheet in something like eight or nine games. Eight, really? Nine games, is it, is the last clean oh, sheet yeah. that we kept was the goalless draw against United. Wow. That was in January. I don't, I don't trust us to keep a clean sheet for. We've conceded oh, we in yeah. every single game since then. Mm. Every mm. single game. Mm. Even when and everyone won. seems to everyone seems to forget that you know, like obviously people are saying. That, remember the whole Rob Holding our strong defense record, bro. We are. Nah, I mean, we honestly. beat them. We beat them in the first leg last year, didn't we? We beat them yeah, one 0 It was a good performance, oh, no. actually. We should have won. We should have won that quite comfortably. If I, if I remember correctly, I think we missed quite a lot of chances in that game. Hmm. Um, was it Lacazette? Quite. Cool? I can't. I can't remember who it was. It's definitely Lacazette. Guilty. You're saying without even recalling the game, you're like, yeah, guilty, sounds bro. right. Sounds right. Sounds right. I, 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 sounds I, right. Seem to, I seem to remember we missed quite a few chances, and we should have won a little bit more comfortably. Um, but it was the home leg, you know, not not a terrible result in the first leg, you know, yeah. one nil victory. Yeah. But it was the home leg that fucked us. You know, yeah, it. when Pepe Pepe decided to do dancing instead of shooting that goal, wow. jolt man. Well, hopefully, look, we're, let, let's not kid ourselves. E- even though we're not a great team, we're in a better place now then than we were, we were yeah. then. Right? I think, I, for, for, for me, a victory tomorrow hinges on, and this is a big thing for me, whether ESR is fit and starts the game. Um, I know they were supposed to, he was supposed to go through training today and they were going to test. Um, his reaction and see. Um, I think, you know, he's a big part. Him playing and being utilised correctly for us is a big part of us playing playing well and, and looking like beating teams. And we have played the best football this season when he's played in the 10. And, um, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm so not sure if that's so the decision that we made. Chaps? Would you I would start, start them both? I would start them both. Um, 
I would start them both. I'm not entirely sure what I would do with Erdegaard. Um, I think Erdegaard does give you some flexibility in terms of where he can be used. But yeah, I do. ESR is a different you know player with a very different function for us when yeah. he's playing on the that's, left that's exactly than when he what plays 10. Say. And so, um, you know, I, yeah, I like how he, um, I like his balance. He gives us balance defensively and offensively, centrally on the on the left and on the on the right. When he plays in the ten, he gets about the pitch. Um, he plays it effectively for us. He combines with other players. He moves intelligently into spaces. He knows when to vacate spaces to create space for others. Um, he just yeah, he's a very dynamic footballer, you know. And uh, I think it does a lot for the for the way in which we um, approach, especially in the final third. But yeah, he's important to all aspects of our of our game. So if he does not play tomorrow, um, as, as important for me as Saka is, as important for me as Abramiang is, as much as I like Odegaard I th- yeah, and Thomas Partey, I think this is on him because what he possesses in terms of his, 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 his skill set and the way he's played for us when he's played in the 10th. Mm. It's going to be impo- it's going to be interesting to see what kind of team Arteta does pick because obviously we've got Tottenham on um, Sunday, which you know it's always difficult to say you know that's the least important of of the two games, but you know it's a North London derby. Um, we're at home. We are. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we are. At yeah, home, we must sorry. be. Yeah, right. The, 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 the reality for me is that the Europa League game is way more, more important, important and significant. Than, yeah. It is than the it, Tottenham game. We have. I think, I think it's the case. Yeah, we have, we're gonna have to sack off the league. No, we we no, we've already sacked off the league. Like we 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 have. Like we 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 can't say now. Nah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take the league seriously. Like it's t- it's too late for that. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's too late for that. And like, it's all over. We're not. And I don't think we're good <laughs> enough to honest. compete on two fronts. That doesn't mean that's not me saying that we don't have a chance of of beating Tottenham. I just think we're playing on Thursday. It will be difficult again. To, to get a result on Thursday and then put out a strong enough side um, to beat Tottenham also on, on 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 Sunday. That said, it also depends on Mourinho and what he does with 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 his Tottenham side, and they've got a game tomorrow. They don't have a strong opponent though. Mm. So they play, they got, they'll play a strong team though. They play a strong team. They always play a mm. strong team. But mm. I think we need to play a strong team on Thursday, strong team on Sunday. I agree. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I, I, th- I, I think Udegaard needs to start this game uh, against Olympiacos. Um, I think you know what? You see, with a... Tottenham's case, do you know what works in our favour in terms of like potentially winning this competition is that Tottenham and United have top four to. United have got it sealed, but Tottenham have top four to play for, so it, it does work. And it's, it's not saying we're going to win it, but it does work in in our favour in that sense because obviously now. On Saturday, I think I think the game on the weekend is it Sunday. Um, it's it's going to be more important to Tottenham than it is to Arsenal because mm-hmm. you know Tottenham love a bit of that bragging rights. They need to release this DVD at the end of the day. So <laughs> I, I I would I agree with you in terms of like where people can finish in the league and stuff like that. But ultimately, if Arteta loses against again. Spurs again. He, Again, twice in the season, he can't do it. Yeah, he knows this game, and, is and he lost his first game against Spurs as well, right? You can't lose it. You can't lose yeah. it. So I think this might be three defeats for him against Spurs if he were to lose. I think he comes is under that another a lot record of pressure. Uh, it might be. I mean, I don't. We haven't got a great record against Spurs anyway recently. Um, but you know, I think. At home, we regardless do. of the result home, in the Europa League on, on yeah, f- away, tomorrow, yeah. if we go, if we lose to Spurs on Saturday, I feel like it really ruins the mood again. And win both games. Yeah. yeah, I think we he has to get a result in both games to 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 have fans on his side. If we get a bad result in both games, <sighs> I mean, do you think you yeah. lose fans? I don't think you will, bro. No, oh, I know. I don't know, man. I, Lewis, I, fans Lewis. are fickle. Fans are fickle. I don't think he will, bro. No, I, I've seen, it's I've a seen different this mood. guy. It's Good. a different I've mood seen... to be. If you lose to Olympiacos and you leave to and you lose to Spurs, the mood all of a sudden goes back to what it was when we were losing eight games in a row again. That's you my know? point. I've seen this guy lose eight games in a row and survive. I don't see how. But I think a lot of the fans, fans were against turn. him. A lot. I think a lot of the fans were against That's him. That's on Twitter. That. 
that's on Twitter. A lot of fans, trust me. I, I, I at one time I was on the train with one uncle fam. He was even saying, <laughs> "Give him time now. Give him time. Give him time." <laughs> that is what's going to happen with this guy. He's going to get time. He can, Ultimately, he, can he will. Ultimately, he will. Yeah, that's but the, obviously with us in it. Yeah, I, oh, mate. I, if he loses both of those games, yeah, bro. I I cannot wait to drop that heat on him, man. I, I'm coming with right, you, you pray, You're praying for us to lose, yeah? Right, like, no, I, I want us to. I, I remember, I've been saying for a while. This Europa League season, we need to win it so badly because I can't. One, I can't be taking these 5 p.m. kickoffs anymore, man. It's it's suffering, bro. You get the 5 p.m. kickoffs in the Champions League now as well, bro. I don't yeah, mind Champions League. As long as we listen to that Champions League really. music, can it? As long as I'm listening to that music on a Wednesday or Tuesday, I'm like. Yeah, the the get that dream. <laughs> to see yeah, the ball man. with the stars in it. Get that dream. Yeah, I'm saying, bro. None of this orange stars, bro. Uh, yeah, I need to see oh, yeah. I, I didn't finish. My, I didn't finish my point. I think I think Uligat needs to play just because I think ESR is not match fit. He had discomfort, late fitness tests, all this stuff. I I just don't see the point in rushing someone back when we have someone now as an option. Use the option for that game. Win that game. We won the Benfica game with Uligat playing it. I don't think ESR played in that game. Did Pepe uh, play? Yeah, he did, yeah. I think okay. he did, Pepe. No, he should, should. Should he play? I, I, I think he should. I think maybe I, think, may, maybe I, I would play him against Olympiacos. I would maybe use him against Spurs. Mm. I'd play him against Olympiacos. Yeah, yeah. I'd go Pepe, Pepe against, against Olympiacos and um, ESR against um, Spurs, you know, because I don't think ESR is going to be match fit for that game. Man. I just don't, I think it's too short. Like, uh, yeah, he's it's been, too he's short. Been, he's not been training like the rest Mm. I would use Udegaard. I, I get Chaps's point about what ESR brings to that yeah, game. Brings, yeah. I think the game will be more frantic against Spurs, though. When um, and his qualities can really come through. When the ball breaks down, ESR is a dangerous player because he finds that space. He, do you know what I mean? He is that player that you want, um, and more so than Udegaard in transition, I think. But if the game is like what I expect Olympiacos to be, where we have a lot of the ball, we need we need someone with, with a final pass. And mm. Udegaard is the one with the weight of the pass. So I would use Udegaard for this game um, and then ESR um, against Spurs. Um, Pepe, I would, I'd like to see him in both games. I don't want to mm. see William. I can't lie. I don't care. <laughs> William, William will be goal. there front and centre against Spurs, mate. Well, don't you worry. All right, mate. That's, that's Arteta's <laughs> uncle, fam. He has to play. <laughs> 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 All right, lads, uh, let's call it a night there because I know we want to go and watch these second halves of the Champions League game. So, um, yeah, we've boy. been preoccupied by Messi yeah. and Mbappe. Yeah, so yeah. Me- I can't believe yeah. Messi's missed that pen. That would have been a really interesting second half if he had scored that pen. Uh, but who knows? Maybe whilst I'm rec- as people listen to this uh, tomorrow, they'll, they'll see something crazy, but I doubt it. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Um, remember to, to subscribe to our Patreon if you want to get the instant match uh, match reactions. We'll have another one after the Benfica game. So if you want the instant stuff on the, uh, on the back of the Benfica game, make sure to subscribe to the Patreon where you can get access to that and a lot more content as well. All right, guys, take it easy. Peace. Bye. Are you on? Let's go. It's up to 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Yo! This is a Baby, welcome to the party. I'm off the Myers in the lean. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skating around. Baby, welcome to the party. Pick some of that. Give me lit. Gun on my One in the head. Send in the clip. Podcast Network.